Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Headstock with me, Lane Pringle-Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals. What are the current topics they talk, we listen. My guest today is an executive leader that has spent his career working at the interface between biomedicine, technology and healthcare. He's a marketing and global supply chain expert that has an impressive career in the sector. Currently he's at the top of his game, but I suspect based on his career thus far, it doesn't end here. Let's find out more. This is going to be a fascinating episode of Headstalk and I'm looking forward to the discussion ahead. But before we get into that, here is a brief message. This episode is brought to you by Perkin Elmer. Perkin Elmer enables scientists, researchers, and clinicians to address the most critical challenges across science and healthcare. With a mission focused on innovating for a healthier world, we deliver unique solutions to serve the diagnostics, life sciences, food, and applied markets. We strategically partner with customers to enable earlier and more accurate insights supported by deep market knowledge and technical expertise. Our dedicated team of about 14,000 employees worldwide is passionate about helping customers work to create healthier families, improve the quality of life, and sustain the well-being and longevity of people globally. Visit us at www.perkinelma.com. Heads Talk Podcast with your host Elaine Pringle-Schwitter. Serge Mubarak is the Vice President and General Manager EMEAI at Perkin Elmer. Perkin Elmer headquarters is in Waltham, Massachusetts. It's a global corporation firmly focused in the business area of diagnostics, life science research, food, environmental and industrial testing. But we will hear a lot more about this incredible organization during the course of this discussion. Previously, Serge spent 12 years in GE Healthcare, where he was the executive general manager leading um, the sales, marketing and clinical teams across the, the whole of the Middle Eastern region, Saudi Arabia, Turkey and Pakistan. Prior to this, he spent two years in Philips Healthcare. Academically, Serge has a bachelor's and a master's in biomedical engineering. His skills and expertise included, but not limited to, marketing and sales, as we mentioned earlier, cardiology, radiology, healthcare IT, medical and digital imaging, and surgery. Let's now hear from Serg himself. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Serg to Headstalk. Delighted to have you here today. Hi, Elin. Thank you so much. And really, thank you for the great introduction. Really delighted, honored to be with you today. And us likewise, I know it's going to be a great um, episode, so let's get to it. I think it would be good for my listeners um, to have an introduction of Perkin Elmer. I mentioned it briefly at the start, but would love for you to elaborate on this organization, the work that you are doing here. So what is it that you do, with whom, and where do you do it? So globally, and over the last past years, Perkin Elmer, I would say, we aided more than 1,000 new diagnostic customers in their efforts to combat the pandemic mm-hmm. by shipping more than 25 million COVID-19 PCR tests and I would say roughly 75 million NAP, which is the nucleic acid purification kits. Mm-hmm. So Perkin Elmer's COVID-19 testing solutions have been supported and tested 
by mainly one 100 to 150 countries in the world, we are supporting the testing for more than 120 million people globally. And just like if you take last year by itself, 35 million babies in over 90 countries were screened using Perkin-Helmer's tests. So by saving the lives of more than 70 babies each day on average. Mm -hmm. And to date, uh, more than 650 million babies have been tested for life-threatening diseases using Perkin-Elmer's newborn screening tools. Take another example. 220 million tons of wheat are analyzed for quality each year by Perkin-Elmer instruments. Our technologies can also detect food fraud in under 30 seconds. Perkin-Elmer instruments test 289 billion gallons of water annually to provide safe drinking water for more than 1 billion people and help reduce 8 million metric tons of plastic waste for our ocean, from our oceans. So Perkin-Elmer, I would say, in terms of technology, we contribute already to the development of 22 novel therapeutic drugs as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is it in a nutshell. We are, again, a company that works for a better life, I would say. Definitely, we are heavily involved in life sciences, in diagnostics, in mm -hmm. food quality and testing, and uh, most importantly, of course, service. And let not, let's not forget, whenever we talk about all this, we talk as well about the applied markets, which is the analytical market. And this is our stronghold, where we work a lot uh, by, by, by testing water environment, environmental, polymers, and all mm -hmm. this kind of mm -hmm. Oh, you know, thank you for that. I mean, one of the sort of part B to that question was was going to ask you about some of the successes, but I think you you've pretty much covered a lot of that in terms of what you deliver um, generally. You know, we've had a, a trying time globally in the last eighteen months or so, and I suspect this um, was an extremely busy and challenging time for your organisation and your your sector. I mean, apart from what you've mentioned, it, it would be great if you could tell us tell us some of the work pandemic specific work um and also what in your opinion are the most pressing and challenging issues in the healthcare sector today this is a great 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 question and 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 let me tell you Elaine, when the pandemic struck mm -hmm. our scientists globally the first thing they did they came together and the first thing we did we developed COVID solutions, including the PCR, which mm -hmm. is the polymerase chain reaction tests, the molecular test. And we did the antigen, lateral flow rapid tests. And of course, we did the antibody tests, which will somehow test your immunity. We only as well, we, what we did as well, we set up laboratories to analyze all this. So we also set up laboratory analysis and processing of COVID tests to support governments. And you can see this in California, you can see this in the UK. We also use the same technology actually to detect COVID in wastewater. So mm -hmm. this is an extremely important, uh, I would say test to be done as well by municipalities and by governments. Mm -hmm. The other issues include maternal, newborn and child health and mm -hmm. curbing infectious diseases. So these are extremely important challenges that we are facing. And more as well, what we are doing is we're developing technologies for TB, the tuberculosis testing, mm -hmm. and we have tests for preeclampsia and newborn screening. So I would say TB, infectious disease, 
COVID and, and, and really maternal and newborn and child health are our main focus. Mm. And in the same time, they are the most pressing and challenging issues in the healthcare sector. And I, th I think by the sounds of it, um, Perkinelma has risen to the challenge during the pandemic and beyond in, in terms of what you're, you're de delivering globally. Um, let's talk about the, the hot topic of the day, which is um, sustainability and meeting ESG targets. How are you and your organization reacting to the, the global shift and drive for sustainable solutions? What tangible things are you doing in this space? Listen, this become, actually this became a big part of our culture, I would say, really mm -hmm. the drive for sustainable solutions. We believe in infusing sustainability into all aspects of our business. Mm -hmm. including our practices, processes, and even our philosophy. Yeah. At Perkin Elmer, we strive to be a part of the solution in helping combat climate change by ensuring sustainability, for example. Mm -hmm. And this happens across all our product portfolios and across all our technologies. Mm -hmm. Even more, our sites across the world are responsible for not only designing, developing, and manufacturing products that are more sustainable, but also identifying and employing key safety, resource efficiency, and energy saving activities to help reduce the environmental impacts of our operations. Mm -hmm. I do not know if this answers your question, but again, it became a big, big part of our planning, our culture, mm -hmm. the way we do things, and the way we plan for the future. So, so you, you develop sustainable solutions, your culture is embedded and changed around the sustainability agenda. What about things that are slightly out of your control in terms of the, the value chain in developing um, sustainable solutions? Um, are, are, you, are you aware of that? Are you looking around that? To be honest, this is still a bit early for us, but definitely what I can tell you is like post-COVID, the world would adopt new sustainability strategies. Mm. And this will be done to protect the environment. I mean, clean energy is one, clean mobility is two, and most importantly, recycling of products. Mm. And all our planning is going to be articulated around these three axes. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just interesting to know as a sign, I mean, it's not a question I expect you to answer here and then, but it's just interesting to know how has the um, employees within Perkin Elma um, adapted and changed to this new sustainable culture within your organization and how well they're adapting to it? And as you say, it is quite young. Everywhere it's still quite young. Everyone, everywhere people are changing and learning from this. So it would just be interesting to see somewhere down the line how people have accepted and, and embraced this. Yeah, I mean, let it's important. Listen, we are committing to innovating for a healthier world. This is part of our mission. This mm -hmm. is part of our actually strategy and it's part of our purpose. Mm -hmm. So this is our inherent duty, I would say, to be, first of all, good corporate citizens, right? Because by the end of the day, to start with, we should be good corporate citizens. So this means, above all, ensuring that the way we do business is as meaningful as the solutions we provide. It's as simple as that. This is the equation. Mm -hmm. So we drive this commitment every day by investing in our employees, delivering value to our customers, dealing fairly and ethically with all the stakeholders. And I mean, creating better outcomes in the communities we live in and we mm -hmm. work in. Mm -hmm. So what we've done this year, we even have refreshed Perkin Elmer's corporate social 
the, the, what we call the corporate social responsibility pillars of governance, yeah. Yeah. sustainability, culture, community, and our people. And the, the simple and sole intent for doing this was to better reflect on how we are approaching global environmental, social, and governance, which is called commonly by ESG principles, mm -hmm. and the unique characteristics that make Perkin Elmer the kind of company people want to work for, mm -hmm. we want to do business for, people would like to invest in and rely on. So mm -hmm. we've seen it. We've seen it in even our hiring approach and, 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 and strategies. People would like to come and work for us because we have a good ESG culture, because we inspire them, because mm -hmm. they work here for a purpose. So this is, this is changing the paradigm of even getting new people on board is, 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 is changing. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you one more thing. By creating healthier families, by improving the quality of life, and by sustaining the well-being and longevity of our people globally, we believe this is extremely important for our mission as Perkin Elmer. And we use the 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which are mainly called the SDG, as a guide mm -hmm. to help us build a better world for people and our planet two years to come. We also understand the increasing importance of these goals and the role that Birkin Elmer plays in concert with our partners and customers. So the work we do supports many of the UN SDGs. Mm -hmm. So effectively, you... Uh, Perkin Elmer is really at the, the forefront of the change that is needed, the change that is requested across the globe. So it's, it's quite nice to hear that. And um, what big validation can you have than um, individuals wanting to join your organization and to work in that space and to work um, in, in that culture? Let's talk more about um, future directions and development plans within Perkin Elmer that perhaps you'd like to share with, with us all, you know, what are the other um, organization plans for the future? What goals and aims to Good. achieve? And, and, and where are you with this? Good. I mean, as I told you, what, let's start by, by a little bit of a focus on what we do. So we have a strong focus on the environment, mm -hmm. water, polymer testing, and mining, cars, and batteries. Mm -hmm. This is when it comes to the applied market. And what we do is, as we said, we have a great segment that deals with food safety and food quality. So we test the safety of milk, grains, meat, olive oil. Mm -hmm. And the third pillar is definitely life sciences, where we really focus on drug discovery, on everything related to pharma, going from cell and gene editing, animal imaging, reagents, applied genomics. So this is extremely important. And the last pillar is definitely everything related to diagnostics, and COVID. So when we talk about the new things to share, the first one is a system called Vanadis. This is a new instrument for non-invasive prenatal testing, which is called commonly by NIPT. So the non-invasive prenatal testing is usually used to detect trisomies. So Vanadis NIPT testing can be conducted as early as nine weeks gestation. And in certain cases, the results can help women to make additional tests. On the COVID-19 side, in early 2020, when we began to see that COVID-19 was going to be a serious situation, we took actions to respond quickly. And our scientists, as I said, came quickly to develop new COVID tests. Mm -hmm. So now what we are doing is we are working closely with specialty and reference diagnostics labs and clinics, hospitals, pharmaceutical and even biopharmaceutical labs, mm -hmm. academias and governments and research institutes around the globe 
to combat the pandemic. From a technology standpoint, we invested more time upfront to developing an RT-PCR test that met our internally, I would say our internal quality threshold. And as a result, our assay was deemed the most sensitive molecular COVID-19 test around the globe. And this has been actually voted by the FDA, which is the Food and Drug Association. So we also brought to market advanced workflow and research solution that we could not only enable testing, but also help researchers better understand COVID-19 as the world combats this disease. Mm -hmm. And it's important to point out as well, Elaine, that however, it wasn't only COVID-19 that, that gave us this, I would say, agility to have a science-led approach. Perkin Elmer is built on, I would say, an over 80-year legacy of innovation. And we mm -hmm. like really to say that innovation is in our DNA. Mm -hmm. Uh, let me add one thing, actually, on, on uh, because you asked about the future and what we've done. Yeah. So on the yeah. acquisition side, for example, it has been an extremely busy year for us on the M&A and BD side. So we have acquired companies like Oxford Immunitech, which mainly deals with TB, which is the tuberculosis testing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Horizon, which is great in everything related to life sciences, IDS, which is mainly focusing, I would say, on infectious disease testing. Mm -hmm. And Nexalum as well in, 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 in everything related to cell and gene editing and reagents. And the last one was BioLegend, which was the great acquisition that we've just done uh, a couple of months ago for $5.25 billion. It's a global provider for life sciences, antibodies and reagents. Mm -hmm. So you see that even on this feed, we are reinvesting, we are growing, and we are taking the company into the next level. Indeed. Indeed, and I, I, I love how you sort of proudly talk about the, some of the work you're doing in Perkin Elmer, and we've talked quite a bit about the organization and the work, but let's concentrate on you, um, Serge, and um, look at your role and leadership in the health sector. In your opinion, how does that differ to leaders in other sectors, in other industry sectors? I would say this differs because even though health is partly our key focus, we develop solutions for food, environment, water, energy, and batteries, as I said. Mm -hmm. So this diversification gives us, I would say, a broader perspective on mm -hmm. the wider determinants of health, such as food safety, lack of clean water, and so forth. So we are a team of more than 14,000 individuals united mm -hmm. by a shared commitment and the mission to innovate for a healthier world. We are also a leading global provider of end-to-end -end diagnostics and life sciences solutions, mm -hmm. which are somehow used by researchers and clinicians to address the most critical challenges across science and healthcare. So you see everything is articulated around healthcare directly or indirectly. And this is creating and serving as a sense of purpose for me as a healthcare leader in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I want to even further concentrate on you and you alone. What are Serg's own goals to achieve in your role within Perkin Elmer and externally as well, if you can? That's an interesting question. And I would say there is an overlap between my key personal goals and my company's goals. Firstly, I want to invest time and effort into developing our staff and enabling them to excel and I would say utilize their strengths and interests. I would really like to make our company as a talent magnet to attract 
to attract the best talents in the industry and, and across different parts of the industry. I want to be as inspiring as possible for people to be happy to work with me, I would say. And overall, by the end of the day, I would just, I just want to keep this sense of purpose because mm -hmm. if I'm not happy waking up in the morning coming to do my job, I will not be able to do it. So this is, I would say, in a nutshell, in terms of what are my initial very personal goals to achieve mm -hmm. Kirk and Elmer. Oh, thank you for that. And it's interesting when you talk about asking someone about their personal goals, they refer back to the people that they lead, the people that they manage, the people that they support and how you want to grow them. So that's pretty much an indication of your leadership without you even telling us, which is fantastic. Third, Mubarak, what an enlightening conversation. Many thanks for your time and insights. Thank you so much, Elaine. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.